0: Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike on It's World Storytelling Day. Tony, you got one for us? I'm Tony Kornheiser. Once upon a time, there was a dashing young company president who gave his old, bald television hosts unexpected raises. Yeah. And there was much rejoicing. Cheers! Yeah. Yes! And so
1: that comes under the storytelling category of slurpage and fiction.
0: Oh. Yes. <laughs> slurpage and fiction, <laughs> hoping that the two... Well, that the Uh, slurping would create truth truth at that point, which would be great. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, baseball season begins. Doc won't be leaving for the Lakers, and Grant Hill joins us for five good minutes. But we begin today with the biggest star in college basketball, Zion Williamson, and the question of what is success for him. This is his one-and-done season. He is celebrated and coveted. But as a basketball player, Wilbon, what constitutes success for him in this tournament? Well, Tony, I think it depends on how far ahead we are and then
1: looking back. So I think if we look, you know, talk about this five years from now, seven years from now, and we begin to reflect, reaching the Final Four will constitute success. He plays for Duke so that that can add an extra layer and a glamorous Duke team. But, I mean, you you go back, Tony, the people who have even won NBA championships – Getting to the Final Four is success. Dwayne Wade, who did not win one, but he got to the Final Four, I think we view him at his time at Marquette as a successful player. Now, if Zion wins, if Duke wins the whole thing, it's greater
0: success. But I think getting to the Final Four is successful. And I don't. And I will not successful. No, I think you have to go further, and I will explain it to you. Whoa! I put him in a special category. Okay. Of a of a I'll tell you of a great player on a big time team with a chance to win. Okay. Unlike, say, Ben Simmons, was a great player on a team that was no good at LSU. Right. More like Joel Embiid had he played in the NCAA tournament at Kansas. So I think that the expectations are higher for Zion Williamson. To me, the only success is him winning the whole the thing. The only success? Well, I'm, I'll, I'll give you a bunch of names. Insane. Lou Cinder. Okay. Bill Walton yeah. had to win. Yeah. Ralph Sampson, who we like very Didn't much. Win, but... Didn't win. he was successful in the college, mm-hmm. Chris Webber su- didn't win. But they had successful college Patrick careers. Patrick Ewing, and- I'm talking about this. Patrick Ewing Wait, won. There's multiple years for those guys. Yeah. He's only got this one. Patrick Man. Ewing won. So he's got to be Carmelo Anthony yes. or nothing? Well, I, again, because you're on a team with that. the pedigree, more this is expected than like he's the Isaiah best player. He won. He magic- won. Larry they Bird won. didn't win. You're going to tell me, huh? I'm going to tell you that Indiana State at that time, right, that's where he played. That's not Duke. That's not Duke. Man, I, I, I'm putting it high. I don't want, I'm not going to grade on the
1: curve, but you are I'm the putting it high. professor that everyone hates. Okay. I don't want that guy's class because okay. he's a jerk. Okay. You got to win when you're that good. man. The big NBA news of the day is that Doc Rivers when asked about reports he might be interested in coaching the Lakers. David Thompson won, just David to Thompson. tell you that. Go ahead. Told reporters today he had verbally agreed to a contract extension to remain coach of the Clippers. Doc said, quote, I'm going nowhere. I plan on being here a long time. Close quote. Rivers reminded people that his goal when he arrived was to help stabilize the organization and win a championship. Tony, as you well know, the Clippers have never, ever come close to winning a championship. So is pursuing this a real reason to turn a deaf ear to the most glamorous
0: franchise in Southern California? It's a very important point that you make, that they have never come close. Doc Rivers won a championship with a team that had many titles before the Boston Celtics, Los Angeles Lakers across the court, have had many championships. I think it's much harder to win for the first time. And, and I would say this to you. You talked about how Doc wanted to stabilize the team. In the last few years, the Clippers have gone out of their way to lose. They have traded yeah. away Blake last Griffin. last few
1: years. They have
0: traded away Chris Paul. That's, that's a year and a half. They have okay in the last couple of years. Okay. They have traded away Tobias Harris. They yeah. lost DeAndre Jordan. They lost JJ Redick. You got to start over. So why would you have confidence? Here's you why. You win a title there because you had
1: to start over. You win as far as you could go with those guys together. It didn't work when they lost to Houston in Game whatever that was six, I think, in Houston when they should have been in the conference final. They had to start over, so they started over, and now they have an owner with deep, 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 deep pockets. Oh, sure. They think they can look, and, and they, by the way, they have a guy named Jerry West who's on staff. So they're looking so they for free agents. So they think they can free agents. Tony, they're good, whatever they add, they're going to add that to a playoff team, and so he doesn't have to be so covetous. This year
0: is in other years when he was there with the Lakers. Would you agree with me that it is easier to win with the Lakers than it is with the Clippers? And Historically? That, the of course. Lakers, that the Clippers of course. are the White Sox and the Lakers are the Cubs? Nah, no, it's not that big a difference.
1: Not that big. Cubs and White Sox are blown out of the tub. Okay, the Clippers have been in the playoffs. They have been a threat. They have had glamorous players like Chris Paul and Blake Griffin. Where are they now? Huh?
0: They're gone. They got rid of them. They're in the playoffs. Are you paying attention? They,
1: got, no. they can sign Don't anybody well, that's, this year. Well, let's see who they, they sign. They got a rich owner and
0: an accomplished
1: coach let's, and an iconic consultant right. helper, Major they Domo.
0: They let's see who both teams sign. Them. Okay. Last night, the Brooklyn Nets were down by 25 points to Sacramento at the start of the fourth quarter. In the shot clock era, teams facing that exact deficit have just three wins and 3,028 losses. Well, you can now make it four. Wilbon, the guy you hated so much on the Lakers, D'Angelo Russell, scored 27 of his 44 points in that quarter. Nets win. So how do you now see Russell and the Nets? Russell's done a hell of a job.
1: I get to vote. And my most improved player vote I think I'm going Siakam and Russell. It might be somebody else I'm, I'm leaving out, but Russell's going to be in the mix. And Tony, I, I tell you what Russell ought to do, because he's turned himself into a player, right? And people will say, will say who don't know any better, will say, "Wow, the Lakers gave up on him." Tony, Russell ought to pick up the phone at some point. If he, if he, if he, if he should get on a flight, he should go to California, he should find Irvin Johnson, and they should thank him for, for setting him up so he could save his career and maybe his life. All right. Now, I'm not going to go too deep off into how I know all of that, but he ought to thank Magic Johnson because some people, as my friend Byron Scott says, not everybody can play or should try to play in L.A. And it seemed like Mr. Mm-hmm. Russell was one of them. And so he got shipped to the other side of the country yeah, I did. where he has made himself with
0: this second chance a player. You talk about the Clippers now being a playoff team. The Nets at the moment are a playoff team. The Nets are one game above five hundred. You may not think that's much. Last year they were twenty six under. It's a lot. Twenty six under. That's that's an improvement of twenty. They're twenty seven games better. And how are they better? Well, D'Angelo Russell is part of it. I can't name three guys on that team. They must be good. That coach must be he good. might be most important. That coach too. must be good. The players are good, and the
1: coaching is good. all of it. Kenny Atkinson. It's all worked. It's a big improvement. They have, they have turned it around. They. Apparently, barring some last-minute collapse, they're going to be in the playoffs, Tony, and D'Angelo Russell needs to be applauded. He's playing great. But you know what? A lot of times, young men get assists, and in a certain culture, the one I grew up in, they get assists from guys who may be in the church league or guys who may they may have have met in the barbershop, guys who may have coached them in high school. In this case, a lot of people are looking out for D'Angelo Russell. I don't know him, but I hope he knows that and appreciates it. No, that's fine. Let's go to Tate Martell. The Ohio State transfer has been declared eligible immediately at the University of Miami. No sitting out a year, which has historically been the case. His request was granted even though he had no apparent hardship. This could set a precedent in that transferring players could find it much easier to request and be granted eligibility without having to sit out. Some observers feel this is going to lead to an even greater rate of transferring among top college recruits and actually cause a form of free agency. Tony, do
0: you think this is a decision the NCAA is going to come to regret? I think they'll regret it immediately because what it's going to do is more or less set up an auction of players who are dissatisfied in the small moment that they get to college. Uh, I'm not getting enough playing time. Let me look around at who needs me. Let me go there immediately. I think the NCAA, it's going to lead to the poaching of players by coaches, you know, who know that somebody's on a. Poaching. Yeah, I think. Not just sort of a self-initiated process. Which winds up being expedited. Yes, poaching is, uh, it's probably designed not to have poaching, but it's going to lead to poaching. But I also think that the NCAA had to do this because they have to find ways to keep players happy without paying them because they don't want to pay them. <laughs> and this well, is this I, I is an thought. interim I, step. I hadn't thought of that.
1: It's like, why further antagonize people that we are limiting in every possible way we yeah. know how yeah. by saying, no, you can't play tomorrow. And I, I, I think that's, you know what? If, if the NCAA actually thought it out that far in advance, and I'm not sure anybody there did, then applause to them. Because the NCAA, yeah,
0: but- Tony, they don't regret stuff. They ought to regret. Mike, I don't. I don't think if you... Like I think in my heart that if a coach recruits you to a school and he leaves, you ought to be able to go with him. Although nobody ever said of Jimbo Fisher when he went to Texas A and M, he should sit out a year. Right? Right, Nobody said that. But I also think that if you transfer within the conference, no, I know you said that. Yes, you cannot just go Uh, play immediately in the conference. As much as I
1: rail against the NCAA about almost everything, I'm not going to do it there. In conference, fine. It still
0: gives you. Dozens so of somewhere schools, else. even in the Big Five, that's conferences right. you can transfer that's right. to. That's so what I sort of agree with you. The Major League Baseball season opened today. Did you know that, Wilbon? No. I found out at 5.30 this morning I was looking for Sports Center, be a sport. and I landed on the Seattle Mariners and Oakland A's playing in Japan in a regular season game. Now, you the mean that's not Tampa? Moment- that place nope. is as ugly as the Tampa Ray Dome. The poignant moment of the game it's was dumb. when Ichiro was taken out in the fourth inning to thunderous applause. Well, but was this the right place and time to start the season? This is dumb. This is so
1: dumb that it seems like the NCAA must have thought of it. This is preposterous. This is when you turn your product over to the marketing people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, every few months I get to rail about that. You start your season in Cincinnati, Ohio. That's where you start it. And you get to Japan if you have to give the team five or six days off. I know where they're doing it. They're doing it on the easy way out so that the team still has enough time to get ready for its United States opener. You open the national pastime of what used to be it in the United
0: States in Cincinnati. End of story. So I'm okay with this. I'm not good with it, but I'm okay with it. Part of it is Ichiro, who will play played today, will play tomorrow, may never play again. I hope I'm gonna get up in the morning because I'm awake at that point. I want to see him get a hit. I'm okay with it because they're both in the same division and they have to play like, each other 19 times. So down. what? Like it's a business. Does
1: baseball have no respect like, for itself? This is not what, football. It's gonna going go poor by opening the
0: season in Cincinnati? This is not football where nobody outside the United States plays it. That's true. People play baseball. So play so it I, later. Don't open your season. No, I, oh no, well, nobody really thinks of this as, it's what we would call in the restaurant business a soft opening. I just think you do it because it, it, you it's it. the right time and place for Ichiro, who's been the greatest player ever. From need, Japan. You don't need that Babe Ruth. You don't need he that is for in right Japan. time. Did- Okay,
1: fine. Yes. He's not playing in Japan. He's playing in the United States today and tomorrow. He's playing in Japan. You play these games. They have a, a, a almost an NBA like All Star break now, don't they? With extra days on each end. You play this game in the summer. You play it in Japan. That's fine. You don't
0: open the season you anywhere are, else. You but are Cincinnati. You're becoming a curmudgeon. Yeah. Archie, Let's take a break. Go go ahead, Coming up, me. Duke is the betting favorite to win it all. We're going to ask Grant Hill which teams he likes to make a run. We'll also ask him what he sees when he watches Zion. He should have his name shortened. Just to one name. like Sininho To which? To Zion. Zion. Not Williamson. Well, that's what everybody calls him Pardon Zion. Pardon the interruption is brought to you by Lily Diabetes.
2: Technology Truths. Brought to you by GEICO. Technology Truths. Truth. Teenagers can communicate entirely in emojis. How
0: was the birthday party? Pizza slice, kitten, soccer ball, pineapple? Truth.
2: It's so easy to switch and save on car insurance at GEICO.com.
0: What are you talking about? Mm. Paperclip, shoulder shrug, high five, wizard hat?
2: What? GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.
0: The NCAA tournament is allegedly underway. Let us bring in a man who will be calling many of the games all the way through the national championship. Turner Sports NCA analyst and somebody we watched play in, in high school, school
1: Grand That's right. Hill That
0: means you're even old now. South Lakes <laughs> High School Let's start with this. I ask you as an analyst and as a Dookie
2: when you watch Zion what do you see? Wow. I mean, I just see explosiveness. I see, you know, I see almost like a combination of a, of a linebacker who jumps like Vince Carter. <laughs> uh, you know, it's really nothing we've ever seen before in terms of his explosiveness, his athleticism, uh, but also how hard he plays. And, you know, steals, his activity, his energy uh, just off the charts. We're so used to comparing people. You really can't compare them because there's really been nobody quite like him. That's how unique Zion Williamson is.
1: All right, Grant, beyond Duke, you've had a chance now to study the brackets. Who do you like beyond the Blue Devils. I mean, who who jumps out to you as a, as a team that could, could at least get to the Final Four, if not further?
2: Wow, there's a lot of teams. And uh, I know I, I'm not supposed to say this, but I think North Carolina uh, is a really talented <laughs> be team. in trouble and, for and that now. Yeah, I can get in trouble for that. Yeah. So... Uh, Uh, If anyone says anything, I'll just pretend I'm Steve Smith. But, but no, North Carolina Roy Williams has done a fantastic job. I I do think UVA, I mean, they've had a lot of setbacks and uh, adversity in the tournament. But I do think this is, uh, you know, this is Tony Bennett's most talented team. And I think they'll get through and get to the Final Four. I think Michigan State, I know they're in the same uh, region as Duke, but I, I was at the Big Ten Conference tournament last week. I followed them. Tom Izzo, uh, this team is just balanced. They're tough. They defend. They can score. Uh, they really don't have uh, a weakness at all. Uh, I, I, as a sleeper team, I like Texas Tech, the best defensive team in the country. They got a kid, Jared Culver, who's probably one of the top five players in college basketball that nobody knows about. Uh, He's capable, as they are, of of taking a long run. And I love Florida State. You know, I love what they've done. Leonard Hamilton, they won 12 of 13 games to to end the regular season. Uh, People forget they got to the ACC Conference Finals, lost to Duke, uh, but they have a lot of depth and are very talented. So there's some teams out there other than Duke, believe it or not, uh, that are capable for a long run.
1: I'm going to ask you to put on your old man hat for a second. You and I did this a little bit the other night in Chicago during the Big Ten Tournament. When you go back to that last year, even when you lost to Arkansas, and that Scotty Thurman shot, sorry to bring this up, you had senior-laden teams, teams of three and four All-Americans it seemed at the time, and when you're watching now, Grant, you played them, but you're watching now this one-and-done era, are these guys any good? I mean, do you look at them and think, yeah, these guys could have played when we did and won something?
2: You know, that's a good question. I mean, I think, I think – I think there's some really talented players and a lot of young, talented players. But, uh, you know, the difference was you had older players, more experienced players uh, who had the opportunity maybe to go pro uh, who didn't. You know, I think of that UNLV team in 1990 that, you know, blew, blew out Duke and, and Denver in, in the championship game. And you had, you know, Stacey Aldman, Larry, Larry Johnson, uh, you had Greg Anthony, all juniors. And they all came back their senior year to try to win it again. And, and you don't see that anymore. And, and so I do think overall uh, the experience and then uh, I think the overall sort of talent uh, and, and, and balance on a team, uh, you don't see that as much uh, with, with a lot of these teams that have a lot of stars on them. And so that's how the game has changed, and that's how college basketball has changed. And I think also, too, what's interesting as fans – we don't feel like we've we've watched them enough. We don't know them enough, and uh, you know they could be a great player who played one year and and had a long run, or even win a championship with that team. But if they're there for one year, you don't really, as a fan, feel like you get a chance to connect with them and know them like those UNLV teams, or or even the Fab Five teams in Michigan, or some of the teams I played on, or Florida in the early two thousands when they, Yana or Noah and, and and Horford and those guys, and so. You know, that's the environment we're in. That's that's how things have changed, and uh, but it's definitely very different than what it was a long, 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 long time ago.
0: What a great pleasure for us to have you. Thank you so much, much it That was great. Much appreciated. Thank you. You guys
2: have come a long way from Seahawks' South Lakes gym, so <laughs> congrats.
0: All 67 NCAA tournament games will be available across TBS, CBS, TNT, True TV, and March Madness Live. Let us take one last break. But still to come, Odell Beckham Jr. asked for some space. What does that mean? Space where? What does that mean? What does he want space? At an office building?
1: Yeah. And will the Bucks be hurt by the injury? Another one. Uh, Nikola
0: Miritich. Do you know how old we are that we remember him from high school? Yeah. It's, he reminded me of that the other night. It's awful yeah, how old, how old I am. Yeah. And and I'm, you're, older and you. You. I'm older than you. And you're plus. I'm older than Too old. Pardon the interruption is brought to you by lower carbs, lower calories, higher expectations. Corona premiere. Enjoy the view. Happy time. People, happy 26th birthday, Sloane Stevens. It's still hard to get noticed in American tennis while Serena Williams is playing. But Sloane Stevens won the U.S. Open in 2017, got to the finals at the French Open in 2018. Other than that, she's finished up the track. But here's a fun fact. She is dating U.S. soccer star Josie Altador, whom she has known since fifth grade. You know, a professional tennis actually needs Sloane
1: Stevens to be a little bit more consistent. Because, I mean, she's a star and the sport is in
0: need of stars right now. Sloane Stevens could fill that bill. Happy anniversary to the AF. On this day last year, Bill Polian and Charlie Ebersole announced the creation of the Alliance of American Football. It is in its first season now. It has eight teams. Most of its head coaches are better known than most of its players. And currently, Steve Spurrier's Orlando Apollos are in first place in the East. And Mike Riley's San Antonio Commanders are in first place in the West.
1: What was that line from Paul Silas years and years
0: ago? Am I speaking Chinese? Yeah. You speak in Chinese to me. You don't watch? Really? Happy Trails, Clay Matthews, the long-haired, long-time Packer linebacker, headed to the Los Angeles Rams on a two-year, $17 million deal. This is likely the end of his commercials with Aaron Rodgers, but being back home in Hollywood, Matthews' endorsement star may shine brighter than ever.
1: I don't know, Tony. When you're a football player, you got guys, you got to say your whole name unless you're with Aaron Rodgers. No, he's got the hair. That's what Tony, I think helps him. he'll be saying his, his whole name, like Brian Arakpo. But he went he'll to,
0: saying, like he's a
1: USC kid. I'm Clay Matthews, football All-American. Nobody knows who these guys are unless are quarterbacks.
0: Nobody. Again, you're a curmudgeon. Yeah. We're running out of show when we go to the big finish. Let's do it. The Brewers reportedly in serious talks with Craig Kimbrell. How do you feel, Mr. I mean, Cub? The Brewers acquired everybody in the world last year short of Ruth and Aaron. Did they win? Did they beat the Cubs?
1: They beat the Cubs without an MVP. They beat the Cubs, thank About you. you, you going to beat them this year? Beat the Cubs. You want to bet now? Beat the Cubs. I knew you wouldn't. The White Sox gave minor league star Eloy
0: Jimenez a six-year $43 million deal. Too soon? Not a single at bat in the majors. They must love this kid. Bucks forward Nico Miritich out two to four weeks with a fractured left thumb. Is that a big loss?
1: Yeah, you piled that on top of Brogdon. Now you've lost like 30 points a game. Odell Beckham asked everyone to give him some space. Back off for a few days so he can gather his thoughts. I like that.
0: Gather his thoughts. Yes. It needs space. Cleveland Browns are a much better team now than the Giants Stop, the were going Cleveland to be Browns this season. Already. Last one, two playing games tonight North Carolina Central versus North Dakota State. St. John's, Arizona State. Who you got? North Dakota State, I don't care about that game. But Chris Mullen, you know, I like Chris. Like, like Out of time. Try and do better the next time. I'm Tony Kornheiser. Of I'm going to get semi local. Arizona State, huh? Sun Devils. I'm Mike Wilbon. We're off till
1: Monday, Knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on the app Apple Podcast. Good night, Canada. It's a ball we